WKHM's Business Class. Brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley, working towards connecting clients with the future they envision. Contact Casey Sykes or Amanda Kassler at 517-768-7722. The Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley is located at 3101 Spring Arbor Road in Jackson, Michigan. And now, WKHM's Business Class. WKHM Business Class podcast is brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley, Spring Arbor Road. Very wise, wise financial counseling at the Sykes Group, Spring Arbor Road. Give them a call if you need some financial help. We're delighted to have longtime country club uh, golf professional Ron Berman uh, joining us today. And he can talk golf and business and Jackson and just about anything, Ron. You're a world traveler. World traveler. Hey, thanks for having me today. Yeah, uh, we can talk about a few things. Delighted to have you here. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is something we actually talked about just the other day that people have the misnomer they can't come out to the country club and buy golf equipment because they're not a member. Right. Yeah, I know. I've been going through this for years, and with all the sales you think we've had over the years over there at the country club in February, I try to tell everybody listen, if you like it now, Come all during the year. You can shop. Uh, it's open to the public, the golf shop is. And I'd love to have people just come in and browse around and look. You don't have to buy anything. Come in, uh, chat golf with us, and uh, we'll have a good time. And you got a nice, it's a nice shop. Oh, yeah, it's it's really nice. We, we carry a lot of stuff. We have a huge inventory, and uh, we have access to just about every club company, and we'll special order stuff for you and get whatever you need. But people get that in their heads, and that... It's hard to beat it back out of them, I guess. Yeah, and you know what? Um, it's too bad, too, because I'd love to see people out there. And, and I see them during the outings because we have all the golf outings during the summer. So all those people that uh, might not be members that are playing in the golf outings come out, and I try to tell them, too. So, uh, you know, I just want to make people feel welcome so they can come out and shout. Well, let's go back to your very early days and how you got uh, started in the game. Uh, I grew up in... East Lansing and uh, went to Okemos High School and played golf in high school. I played golf uh, as a little kid growing up uh, at Walnut Hills Country Club, the now um, gone country or Walnut Is it a parking Hills. lot? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, big field. It's a pheasant field now, yeah. which is really a crime because it's a great golf course. But mm-hmm. I grew up playing there and uh, played a bunch of other sports at Okemos High School and, and then uh, went to Western Michigan University and played golf there. So, and then moved on and and went to tour school a couple times and uh, got close, but never made it. And then got in the golf business and was working in Detroit for a few years and Kalamazoo Country Club. And and then uh, lucky enough to get the job 30 years ago here in Jackson, Michigan. Nobody lasts 30 years. Nobody lasts 30 years. (laughs) Well, I'm starting my 30th, so I have to last this year to make it. Oh, yeah, I think you're... You're solidly entrenched. Yeah, well, I've, I, it's, it's been the greatest thing in my career. I just can't even tell you how great Jackson's been to me and my family and just how fun it is to grow up in this town and, and how close-knit we all are and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a great golf community. What, what is it, uh, I guess, that attracted you to Jackson anyway? Well, I knew uh, you know the club and... Uh, how everybody felt about the club and the reputation that it had and to be honest with you I've ne- I had never been to it before I came to interview 
And uh, I came in and I had talked to a bunch of people and there's some p- Detroit people that had connections here in Jackson. So they got me an interview and then I got another interview and uh, what I saw, what was going on, it was just, uh, it seemed like the perfect fit. And it's a uh, pretty, per- it's conservative, but it's been progressive over the years. Oh yeah, but you know, the, the difference is, after I worked in Detroit all those years, is the home feeling you know, I feel like I'm part of the community and friends with the people at the club. Not that there isn't that line between employer and members and all that, but I just always felt part of the community and the club, and they've always made me feel that way. We're in Detroit. There's a thicker line yeah. there, you know, and so uh, that's what's been great about being here. But uh, everybody's a friend out there, aren't they? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially. After- I mean, you got a good crew. Oh yeah, great crew. I've always had great staffs, and and uh, we have a great membership. And the membership's gotten so much younger. That's what's really um, strange to me is now I'm the, you know, I'm one of the oldest guys at the club, mm-hmm. not the oldest. And uh, now I have all these kids coming in in their twenties and thirties with their families, and it's really kind of uh, rejuvenated me in the business to uh, maybe come up with some new things and and, uh, keep it going. Where are we right now as far as, uh, I guess, trying to recruit people, families? Yeah, well, I think... Are you trying to get younger? Is that the... Oh, yeah. It's always always trying to get the people that... You know, it's just like people coming to my sales. To get people to come to the country club, especially maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, to get them to come to the club... Think, thinking that they belong, you know, that they should be at the club. Some people are like, well, I'm not going to the club. The club's up here. We're not, it, it, it's not like that. And once people come, then they see that everybody just has a good time, and that's what it's about. Then the young people come in, and then their friends see how much fun their kids are having and what there is to do, and then uh, we get those people in. So Has the club changed, though, over the years? Was it... Uh Back in the day, a little more highbrow than maybe it is now? Well, you know, for example, you know, back when I started, you know, Friday Night Twilights, I'd be walking through the mixer with my blazer on and going table to table. And, you know, there'd be a lot of people in there. and A little more formal. A lot more formal. <laughs> you know, bet- between that and uh, maybe the competitive golf nature. You know, Jackson still has uh, a lot of competition, and golf's important. Tradition. Yes. Tremendous, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. But but think of the old days. This is how I, I look at it. Some of the tournaments we used to have where you had the club championship, you'd have 100 people watching or more, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. And, and there was a, a lot of excitement in the air for a lot of our tournaments. A lot more people. Now it's it's... I don't know if it's digressed. I think it's progressed. If people are playing, having fun. It's more of a, uh, I don't want to say a party atmosphere, but, but that's what it's about now. It's less formal. Less formal, and more people are less competitive. That's and I think more people uh, are more comfortable be- being there. Oh, yeah, no question. Uh-huh. No question. Well, we've kind of, some of the things we've changed, you know, you're, you you can wear jeans in the mixer and have dinner and come out. You don't have to go home and change and then come out and eat dinner. You know, we're trying to do more of those things, to, you know, to make it easier for people to come out. How important, Ron, is the country club for the Jackson community? 
Oh, I think it's uh, if you see it on a daily basis, like I do, when you see the, you know, the weddings, the charity events, and you know what the club actually does in the community for people and charities and other things, not just people that belong there and playing golf and and eating and drinking. There's so much more that goes on there, and and once people get in. And they meet a few people, we introduce them, and they get involved. They start doing more. And that's I think that's just great for the community. And it's good when you have people come in that want to come to work in Jackson. You know, you get people that, hey, do you have a club? Do you have any kind of, what's what do you have? Yeah. And we've got a lot of stuff. I mean, that's all part of it. Yeah, we've got public courses, private course. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of things to do. I think there's been a few business deals cut out at the country club over the years? Yeah, probably a couple. I think a lot more in the older days. Yeah. You know, there were a lot more people out there at lunch, uh, you know, having a Manhattan or two, um, discussing business and doing those kinds of things. But really all the, uh, the for lack of a better terminology, all the big timers were, were out there. Absolutely. You know, and there's still quite a few of them there. Th- that are still there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great place to do that. And and now that we're a little more informal, a lot of things, guess things in the old days. You used to have to have a member in every group. Now there's a little leeway with that, and we can put you know different groups together and, and let people play. So. Well, you, you know, you've had some, uh, some great events that put Jackson on the map over the years, and uh, one of them was the state amateur. I loved it when that, that was out at your place. Yeah, and, I, you know, we get on that rotation uh, every once in a while, you know, maybe a nine to... 12-year rotation where they ask us and if we can fit it in you know we pretty much do because we have a gam event almost every year now whether mm-hmm. it's a senior qualifier or you know a tournament or whatever we try to put a gam event and i'm sure they'll be coming to us again but you know the course is evolving too we're starting to make some changes to the course uh Making it a little longer, adding some tees, doing that kind of thing because nowadays i mean if you brought these kids in now that course would really be short for them. Really? Really. I mean, you couldn't, I don't know what you could do to, you know, to, to make it harder for them. We, we got to lengthen it a little bit, which we have plans to in a couple areas. And uh, so we're doing some things to the golf course that's making it pretty cool. Love the day when I saw uh, Greg Norman fly in in a helicopter and land there in the, yeah, in those, the parking lot. Those MIS days were something. <laughs> Don Johnson and what, wasn't that Tim a, the Toolman Taylor. Wasn't that amazing? It was, it was. I've got some unbelievable pictures. Do you have a picture of Dan Paul walking off the course? <laughs> no, I don't have that. I don't have that. That was a classic. Well, that's, uh, there, there, was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of cool things that were going on there during that MIS tournament. Yeah, that was uh, those. Those were fun times, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Having those guys in, it was a one day uh, panic. Our old friend Gene Haskett, he'd uh, put it put us to task pretty oh, much. Uh, yeah, twelve, eleven and three quarter months for one day, and uh, but that's what happens. It turned out, you know, pretty nice every time. Ron, what about the business of golf? It's it's a it's a tough nut, isn't it? It's challenging. It's very challenging. Yeah, and. Um, people say, well, you're the only private club in town and there's not that many golf shops around, but there doesn't need to be anymore. You know, people can go if they if they want to order something. Well, they can go right to their phone. They go to the phone, they go to Amazon, they go to Dick's, they go wherever. You know, and that's why I'd like to, you know, see people come into the shop because there are those people 
that come in every once in a while that have clubs or equipment of some sort, and I, and they're I'm asking them, did somebody fit that for you, or mm-hmm. how did you get that? Oh, no, I ordered it. I got a good deal. It was a used set. And I go, well, they don't really fit you. You know, where they can come into my place. I can fit them. I know most of the people. And I just tell them, listen, I'm standing behind those things from now until, you know, I'm gone. And uh, we're going to make sure those clubs fit. And that's a huge part. You're listening to WKHM's Business Class Podcast, brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley. Call 768-7722 today to get connected to the future you envision. Well, I uh, remember I went to the uh, the Fields basement and bought uh, a set of Bob Rosberg's for $79. Now you can't... <laughs> You can't get a golf towel for seventy nine dollars. You know, Rick. Uh, I don't think I've seen you on the golf course <laughs> lately. No, no. <laughs> do, you, do you still have them? Oh, there might be a couple laying around the the garage in a bin somewhere that we use for weapons. Big whiskey but, bin yeah, somewhere. There you go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's changed so much with the equipment. The oh, the technology's incredible. The technology that makes, uh, like you said, that makes some courses. Short. Yeah, yeah. Well, people are learning so much about their swings and, and what clubs to use that uh, it really makes a big difference. That simulator that we put in at the country club last year um, has gone over great. And not only just for people playing golf on a daily basis now, we've got them in there, you know, most of the day during these cold uh, periods. But coming in, uh, hitting balls in the range, trying clubs during the winter, and getting every technical statistic possible and it makes a huge difference uh-huh. huge now we're a mecca for lakes and we're a mecca for golf courses around here is that that's got to be a good thing isn't it oh yeah yeah it's great you know I'm, and people say well you're the only private i miss the arbor hills days i'm more than anyone i miss it i miss the competition uh, going back and forth their greens are better our greens are better that stuff is good that was good for us and them yeah you know, because they were full and we were full, and everybody uh, had pride in whatever course. Arbor Hills was wonderful. They're, they were both they, great. They're yeah. in great shape and and fun place to go. I used to go out there on Thursday nights and play with my buddies every once in a while. So it, that, those were I miss those days. Do you compete, Ron, against the, the other courses, the the here in public town? courses here in town? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. The only way we really compete with them is for outing business, because you know we we charge more. It's more expensive. So, you know, we, we lose some outings. Yeah. But we've kept some of the same ones for years and years and years because they want to play at the country club. And uh, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad for that. I'm glad Hankard and, and everybody gets a, a crack at having out. Because that's what's going to sustain everybody in town. It's not, it's not always the daily fee things. If you didn't have those outings, us too, you know, make a huge difference at the club. What about kids playing golf? Uh, doesn't it doesn't appear that there are enough kids playing golf yeah i think it's i think it's a uh, different areas of the state you know tend to breed different you know golfers you know it depends on where they're at in high schools and how many kids are in town that grew up playing or their parents were it's tough to get those younger kids uh into it 
uh, you got to you got to get the the people out there teaching them, yeah. having clinics and the things we do at the country club. We just don't do it to the public, you know. And and I even told the guys uh, when we were changing the golf course, I would love to see a little part three course for the country club of jackson out there on horton road you know all the land that we have available there so people would drive up and down and see those kids out there playing and say man that'd be perfect you know send my kids out there to play nine holes and go swimming and eat cheeseburgers all day yeah um got to get the kids involved i know that there were some golf teams around here that didn't really couldn't field a golf team Oh, I know. So I know. that's a, that's a problem, right? And and I know uh, uh, the the high school is probably the area where you get in there, or junior high, where you have some gym classes. You know, where you get the equipment in there. They have beginner equipment that's um, like plastic stuff that's regular length that you can hit and it's inside in the gym just to get kids used to it. Those are probably the things that we're going to need to start doing a lot more of. Yeah, Dave Gilpin's done a nice job getting the the youth Absolutely. involved. Yeah, and I, and be a good stat to find out is, you know, of those kids that have played in in his tour, how many of those kids are still playing when they get to twelfth grade? Mm-hmm. You know, and and then beyond, those kids will always know how to play. That's the thing we try to stress at our junior golf. Some kids, eh, maybe they don't like it as much. You know, it's a little slow, or they trying to learn it. But once they learn it, it's funny how f- many of those kids come back after high school that never played high school golf and say, man, I'm so glad that I know how to hold yeah. the club and swing it. And then they they want to play in their college and past years. Now now they all want to play. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Hey, talk about your daughter. She was a great golfer at Lumen, went on to to Western Michigan. Yeah, she had and a, that that turned into a whole nother part of your life. Yeah, that was uh that was fun. I mean, those were great years for me being at Lumen and and having a nice golf team there and and a great coach and and uh watching her play for 4 years and enjoy it and uh, be one of those kids that, you know, even if uh things were getting a little slow on the golf course, she would be helping the other kids out. I think that's just what I enjoyed most about it, is seeing how she related to the other kids, and even though she might be playing better, you know, she had the patience with all of them and helping them out, and and then going to school and having a decent career there and making all conference her senior year. Mm-hmm. So it, it was fun. It's fun. She doesn't play much now, except when uh, Danny wants to play. No, she met a hockey player. So tell us the rest of the story. Yep. Well, when Melissa was at Western, um, she met uh, Danny her freshman year. But Melissa was going out with somebody else, and then uh, Danny DeKaiser. Yep, and then uh, her junior year uh, broke up with her boyfriend, and um, I think it was it couldn't have been five days later. I think he was at my house in my living room, and at that point, he you know he's just a kid driving a one Yugo, um, you know, <laughs> driving around campus trying to play hockey for the Broncos. Yeah, and we went to a few games, and and uh, but. I don't know that much about hockey, so I couldn't tell you how good he was. And then his senior or his junior year, he was doing pretty well. And uh, all of a sudden, he got a call, uh, I think two days after the season ended at Western, that they wanted to uh, talk to him about, you know, uh, signing him on some team. So he went to Toronto, sat in a hotel room while all the teams begged him to come, and he picked Detroit. 
and uh, Melissa and him have been going out for years. Well, at about eh, maybe a year at that point, and uh, here we are now. And my granddaughter's uh, hanging out with us for this last couple of days. That's pretty amazing. It's unbelievable. Just like everybody told me. Yeah. And uh, McKinley's been with us uh, since yesterday morning. And uh, Melissa's got another one on the way in April, so we've got another little girl coming in April. So Danny's been hurt. He's been out of the lineup with a bad back. That's a, I always say hockey and a bad back is not a good good combination. Hopefully he, get, he gets back in quick. Yeah, he had a, a little tweak in his back about the fifth or sixth game, and I could tell the way he fell down by the crease. After a play was over, he kind of fell awkwardly, and it just he just didn't look right. And, uh, you know, so now he had a bulging disc, and so he's been working on that. But I think he's uh, starting to skate, and so uh, hopefully get him back in there and get the rest of the guys. Because I think when the rest of the guys are playing, it brings a little confidence to the other guys, and uh, they look yeah, a lot better. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, how long are you going to go at it, Ron? Oh, I don't know. I I still enjoy it. Um, I love my membership. I uh, love the club, and and I love Jackson. So uh, as long as the club will keep me around, I'll probably stay around. So, <laughs> but we'll see. You know, I've got good staff, and I got guys behind future me. Future good out there. Yeah, the future's good, and and uh, we're holding our own. We're holding our own, and uh, people are excited, and it's always fun in in March to see uh, how excited people are to come out and play golf. Yeah. And, and what's going on at the club? Hey, we got to leave by congratulating. Uh, I know your good friend Steve Madalena. Nice honor for Steve. Yeah, the uh, w- w- senior uh, PGA Player of the Year. Oh, senior Michigan GAM play, senior yeah. Player of the Year. Yeah. Well, you know he ought to be. <laughs> he wins everything, and if he doesn't win it, he's uh, he's right up there. He had a couple good tournaments though this year. I know you had one. Too. Yep. Yep, and yeah, Steve is, he's amazing. Still practicing every day, at least once a day, and uh, maybe twice a day. Putts in the afternoon and hits balls at night, and, and he deserves it. He works hard at it, and uh, and it shows. It shows in his game and, and in his competition. Well, again, we'll remind everybody, Ron's out at the country club. He's got a, a beautiful golf shop, and you're all invited to go out there. Yeah, and spend your money. <laughs> and like I said, come out. And you got some good deals, right? I got some great deals. Well, my the merchandise in the shop. Just to let you people know that the merchandise is thirty percent above cost. So if if I buy a shirt for thirty dollars, it's thirty nine dollars in my shop, and it's sixty five dollars wherever else you go, pretty yeah. much at retail. And so, um, even at that price, it's it's pretty cheap. And uh, but we have sales going on right now, so it's even less than that. It's almost down to my cost. And uh, you don't have to come in and buy. Come in and get to know us, and uh, we'll do some chatting about golf and talk about your equipment and uh, get you set up and uh, see if we can help you. Ron, thanks for doing this and. Uh Keep up the good work. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Ron Berman from the Country Club of Jackson for the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley Spring Arbor Road. Thank you for listening to the WKHM Business Class Podcast, brought to you by the Sykes Group at Morgan Stanley.